amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. From thy good with brotherhood, from sea to shining sea. America Radio. Radio. News, opinion, and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Hey, welcome back to American Uck Radio on Mojo 5 and WBM 324. World Broadcast Network, this is Mike Phillip coming at you live from the 51st state of Alberta. In the uh, Confederation, soon to be formerly known as Canada, or Canadia. Big shout out to my new friend Robin over in the uh, eastern part of the Confederation of Canadia, or Justin Trudeau land, as you know it. Man, we've got a great show for you today. We're going to do a Jailhouse Justice edition, where I'm going to look at some crime. Uh... It's around us. There's crime out there. Uh, I said something about this cop that used his uh, position and his badge and his car and his veneer of authority to kidnap, rape, and murder a, a young girl. I said on the show, there had to be some warning signs. There had to be situations that came up with this guy with his colleagues where they knew, hey, there's something wrong with Charlie. He's... He's got a screw loose. There are things that came out of his mouth. I guarantee it where somebody said, this guy has got problems. He should not be a cop. Well, I hate to say it. Well, I don't really hate to say it, but uh, Mike Phillip was right. Turns out that, yeah, there was definitely signs. And uh, we've got another situation where a man facing 45 charges of child sex crimes was beaten to a pulp by fellow inmates in Texas And I'm going to compare that to a case in Edmonton of Nina Cordepat and a man named Michael Briscoe back in, uh, I think it was uh, 2005. Now, I happen to have a little bit of inside baseball on this whole thing and what happened to him in jail because uh, I used to hang out with a lot of criminals. I was a rock band guy. I, I played in bars and I played parties and got invited to all the uh, cool kid parties. And so 
I knew a lot of bikers and uh, habitual offenders, let's put it that way. So I knew about things happening in the prison system that uh, were not getting reported necessarily in mainstream media. And I'll tell you what, whatever you think of these guys and, uh, you know, if you think that the government is too soft on crime, they always get their comeuppance. They do. And uh, eh, can't say I really feel too bad for him. Fauci was in Canada. That's right. He was. Uh, and he was lecturing to Canadian students. We also have audio of him on the Hugh Hewitt show getting totally confronted and destroyed. Uh, Rand Paul was on Laura Ingram, uh, who uh, our illustrious producer, Don Naylor, also uh, ran board for her show a long time ago. And uh, he has nothing bad to say about her. I'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> Tom McDonald uh, did a song about America. It's very cool. I, I like it a lot. I I, uh, I I like Tom McDonald. I'm not a big rap guy myself, but uh, I do like Tom. And then, you know, I was thinking about it because it was very, uh, you know, like Uncle Sam barfed and made a video. Uh, lots of red, white, and blue standing in front of a Hummer, camo, the whole bit, you know, America, America, America. And he, I, I was thinking to myself, aren't you Canadian? Well, apparently he got a whole lot of uh, questions. That were saying the same thing. And uh, so he, he responded to that. And, you know, from the standpoint of a Amer- uh, Canadian that's been living in the United States of America for the last six years, I think he nailed it. I'm very proud to be a U.S. national living abroad and helping to uh, bring another very powerful uh, state into the fold. In the name of uh, military power and energy independence. Alberta's got it all, baby. We got what you want, America. Now, you just clean up your little situation with Joe Biden and AOC there, and uh, we'll come in and make it all right, okay? You need Alberta men. Trust me. Uh, (laughs) Four chords. Four, four time. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been been, uh, hoodwinked. You have been bamboozled by the music industry, okay? Just about every popular song uh going back to mozart to roy orbison to u2 to lady gaga to acdc has been the same rehashed song over and over again four chords and four four time i'm gonna give you a little drum lesson today uh let me just say this a lot of people uh ask me can you teach anybody to play the drums? Yes, I can. Uh, can you count to four? Can you? One, two, three, four. If the answer is yes, uh, you are actually more talented than you know. And that's the big uh, shocker that people don't understand. These musicians that people worship and adore and oh they're just so awesome i wish i was as cool as uh you know dave Grohl from the foo fighters or whatever you are okay they're using lesser magic okay it's it's a it's a if you can count to four you can do what they do this weekend we had the most fantastic awesome 
church service. Uh, so many things happen. Now, I, I want to tell you just one aspect of it, okay? Uh, my mother runs a Sunday school in the basement, but she has a little bit of a tough time getting around, and it's hard for her to control uh, kids between the ages of three and six, okay? And it would be for anybody. I get that. So uh, I was thinking about uh, how do what do we do to help her out? Uh, is there somebody that uh, doesn't necessarily need to hear the message, uh, doesn't need to hear the preaching of the Word of God that can you know take the day off and go and be with the kids in the Sunday school? And uh, God said to me, why don't you? Why don't you go and be with those kids? What's your problem? I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. So we had Brother Martin Camo, who's a soldier, man. This guy, this guy has got power with God. He does. He, I could tell you stories about things that this guy has done, absolute adventures. And so I went downstairs to be with the Sunday school. Now, this, this is a miracle that is going to blow your mind, okay? This is something that, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, this is bigger than parting the Red Sea, okay? Uh, I was helping out with Sunday school, and I was reading the kids a story, okay? And one of the, I, 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 something stopped me. God, God put something in my head. I stopped in the middle of the story. I looked at all these children, and uh, there is a uh, a six year old boy in the Sunday school class. And I stopped reading the story, and I looked at around at all these kids, and I said, "Is there something worrying you, any of you?" Is there something that, that, that you're afraid of? And this, this six-year-old boy started to cry. And I went over and I, I picked him up and I, I sat him on my knee and, and I, I put my arm around him and I said, what, what, what's bothering you, young fella? What's bothering you? And he said, every night I have a dream that my mom gets taken away from me. And I, I, I thought, okay, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. I, I prayed with him, and I said, you know what? This is just uh, this is an attack because you're stronger than you think you are. Now, while everybody is worried about Fauci and uh, Biden and Green New Deals and all these things, I'm not saying that that's not important. God Almighty is was concerned about the dreams of a child, a little child that's being attacked relentlessly every night in his dreams. And that's going to clear up. That's going to go away. But there was, there was more to it that I can't get into. But there was a reason why I was called down to be there. 
so that 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 young man could be set free from that thing that was that thorn in his side that was causing him stress and fear. Ladies and gentlemen, that is where it is at. That's where it's at, where you can make that difference in the, in the, in the life and the mind and the heart of a child and set them free from fear. He's never going to forget that. There was more to it, but we got a lot to get to today, so I'll tell you what. Let's launch this show. Loading program. Please stand by. It's uh, totally legal to eat your pets in Canada. That's right. Uh, You cannot eat a dolphin. That's right out. (laughs) Yeah, you can eat your cat. Supreme Court has ruled. You cannot eat a zebra. That's right out. You can't do it. But in Canada, if you want to eat your dog, for Christmas, let's say, it's fine. It is not a problem. You can do that. And, uh, well, here's the evidence for you. I'll give it to you right now. I was doing a thought experiment the other day. What animals are legal to eat in Canada? Humans, squirrels, dolphins, horses, dogs, and cats. Eating dogs and cats became illegal in the United States in 2018 thanks to a bipartisan congressional bill. In the wake of COVID-19, China started clamping down on the eating of cats and dogs in at least two of its major cities. But Canada? No laws whatsoever against eating pets. Technically, any Canadian right now can go adopt a schnauzer, turn him into stew, and they won't even get a ticket. Fortunately, we don't have a law against eating dogs for the same reason we don't have a law against dogs joining a professional basketball team. It's because neither scenario ever happens. But that's also what we once thought about laws banning oral sex with pets, and Canada did feel the need to ban that in 2019. That's why I had to quit. But now that I know I can eat uh, cats and dogs, look out. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to open a Chinese restaurant. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Powered by Huawei. And just like a third of China, there will be no electricity. You'll have to eat by the light of your cell phone. All right? Quick little diversion there. Uh, Let's go on. I talked about four chords. Songs of 4-4 time and four chords. Now, I'm going to... uh, I'm going to give you an example of this, okay? Most songs that you know and love and worship and adore are the same thing rehashed over and over again for, uh, well, in some cases going back 
past 50 years. Now, uh, like I said, people ask me, how do you play the drums and sing? And uh, like I I could do, back in my band days, I could play uh, three sets of 10 songs each with a fourth one in reserve, remember all the lyrics, drum them, sing them at the same time, and while I was doing that, read the ticker tape on the news, on the television at the back of the bar, and scan the place and read faces the whole time. People said, Mike, how do you do all that? Well, my secret is that I can count to four. All right. Now, there was a uh, an interview with Angus Young of ACDC by the Rolling Stone magazine, right? And he uh, uh, Angus was saying, we are the absolute greatest rock band of all time, right? We are. Now, you can see that this reporter for Rolling Stone was clearly taken aback because he uh, he was kind of fawning to be in the presence of uh, the almighty ACDC, right? And but but he even he was taken aback at just the 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 level of ego of this guy, right? Uh, it, it was a a monstrosity, bigger than Gajira. Anyways, uh, so Angus went on. Okay, he said, "Look, we have taken three songs, rearranged them at different speeds, different combinations." Played them back, backward and forward with three chords and become the greatest band in the history of rock and roll. And, and like I said, okay, uh, uh, if you can count to four, you can play the drums. Now, just bear me out, okay? Uh, if, if you can count to four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Okay? I want to play Who Made Who by ACDC. Okay? Just the beginning of it. We're not going to listen to the whole song. But if you listen uh, and if you're counting to four along with it, two is the kick drum. That's your, your foot. And then four is the snare drum. All right? Every time you hear the kick and the snare, it's two, four, two. Four, one, two, three, four. Okay, give it a listen. And even if you're not a guitar player, I guarantee that you can play the beginning of this song. Let's give it a roll here. I'm just bringing it up on the YouTube app. I pay for that. <laughs> four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, two, four, one, three. Over and over again. It's the same thing. Okay, it's the same thing with uh, Highway to Hell. One, two, three, four. Over and over and over again. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been fooled. You've been bamboozled by people that actually don't have a lot of talent and are doing the same thing over and over again. Now, I'm going to give you a good example of this, okay? Pay attention now, because uh, this is a rock and roll comedy trio, all right? 
They're called the Axis of Awesome. They're out of Australia. They must have escaped before everything hit. And what they point this out, okay, over and over again. Uh, and, and what you're going to hear them do is the, the keyboardist, and this goes on for five minutes, okay? This is going to take us right to the commercial block. Can you believe that we're already halfway through the first hour? Can you believe it? But but the, the, the keyboard player, I, I'm just giving you what to expect here so you know what's going to happen, all right? The keyboard player is going to start playing Don't Stop Believing" by Journey, okay? He's going to point out that it's the exact same four chords. Now, he's going to keep playing those same four chords for Don't Stop Believing" by Journey, all right? Then you're going to hear the rest of the band join in, and they are going to sing and perform about 50 other songs that are the exact same four chords over and over again with 4-4 time, ranging from Lady Gaga to U2 to ACDC and all kinds of other genres mixed in. I watched a video last night. There's a guy in Italy that arranged for 1,000 players. 1,000, that's three zeros, to get together and uh, a thousand of them, singers, drummers, bass players, guitar players, and they're all playing uh, Learning to Fly by the Foo Fighters at the same time. And then at the end, they start uh, making a joyful noise under the Foo Fighters and worshiping them. Oh, Dave Grohl, please, please come to Italy and make our life complete. It's all we need. You complete us. Now, I'd like to point out, if you can gather up a thousand people in one country that can play that song to a T, it's not really that special. It's not. Now, with that, let's go over to the Axis of Awesome. They're going to show you that just about every song you've ever heard and worshipped and loved in your life is basically the same one over and over. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jordan. I'm Lee. And I'm and we Benny. are the, the Axis, Axis of awesome. awesome. And I'm Benny. We've been a comedy rock band for close to 40 years now. Mm. And, and all that time, we've never had a hit. Yeah, and just, yeah but you guys know why. It's why? Because we never wrote a four-chord song. What do you, what do you, what's that? What's a four-chord song, Benny? Well, if you want to, all the greatest hits from the past 40 years just use four chords. Same four chords for every song. It's dead simple to write a pop hit. Just four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These four. Here. One, two, three... Four chords. Sorry, let me get this straight, chicken little. Um, what you're... I'm going to pause it right there. I just got told on Twitter that uh, I'm not explaining well, and I suck at it, and it's been talked about before. Well, I never said I was the best at explaining it. And uh, up yours. Turn the radio off if you don't like it. <laughs> just kidding. Love you. Um, what you're trying to say is you can, you can take those four chords, repeat them, and pump out every pop song ever. Is, is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's true. Yeah, off, chicken little. Just listen. Do you recognize this? Uh, yeah, that is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. It's a great song. Very original There's a few more song. that fit. Check it out. My life is brilliant. My love is pure. I saw an angel of that I'm sure. Well, that's just two songs that are similar. That's Forever not a young, 
Different song, same chords, same regression. To Disney. Same progression, same chords, you too. <laughs> Double time? Double time. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. See? That's the way it's gonna be, little darling. Darling, don't go riding on the horses. Yeah, yeah. No woman to cry. This surely is a dream. I come from a land down under. <laughs> A jolly swagman can't buy a Notice that piano has not changed. Like how many can you do? This goes on for another 30 seconds. Doesn't that sound familiar? Doesn't that make you close to heart? Doesn't that make you shiver? The way 
that things have gone And doesn't that seem peculiar Cause everyone wants a little more It's something I do remember To never go this far That's all it takes to be a star That's all it takes See, there's there's very little real talent out there. It's it's all look. Solomon wrote, "There's nothing new under the sun." Okay, it's the same chords, it's the same progression, it's the same four four time over and over. And even back in the days of Mozart and Chopin, they were all ripping each other off. So the record executives make off like a bandit. While you get the same rehashed crap entertainment over and over again. Except for two hours of American Uck Radio every day on Mojo 5.0. We got to go to a commercial break for our sponsors. We'll be back after you hear Stu Peters talk about how I'm the most underrated radio host in the whole planet. Made of four chords. One, two, three, four. Recently discovered in a small subsection of the Green New Deal, the United States Air Force is moving away from conventional explosive ordnance. Being considered to replace these terrible weapons are more ecologically friendly weapons, such as cat coolers, to be used like anvils in a Wile E. Coyote cartoon. Recently declassified audio from deep inside Cheyenne Mountain. Genital, come quick. The Chinese have taken over the island beachhead. What should we do? Release the cat coolers! The first cat cooler dropped, activated a volcano on impact. The cooler still has ice in it and was used as a life raft by 26 island refugees. China has signaled their unconditional surrender and it is anticipated that the cat cooler will never again be used in such a destructive way. What? China surrendered, G.I. Joe! No more drop a cat cooler! No coolers were harmed in the making of this ad, but the island is a total loss. Cat coolers does not recommend dropping coolers from planes, but the video is really cool and it's still illegal to smuggle cat. Catcoolers.com CatCoolers.com G'day, mates. Tech Roo here on location in Australia in search of a rare and elusive wild hare. Most think you would find him when the sun don't shine, but we will find him right here in this primitive Aboriginal outback. I would never consider an excursion like this without my Patriot Supply Survivor gear in my pouch. No, not that pouch. I don't have a pouch. In my backpack. Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bite kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey, there's the wall here now. Ain't he a beaut? What's up, Dad? Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com. December 16th, 1773. And now, what really happened at the Boston Tea Party? What are they doing? They're throwing all the king's tea and coffee in the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my car. Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters. Yeah, that would be a trebuchet mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patrons for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. And cut. I, I don't think APR has been around quite that long, guys. 
Oh, well, but what we do know for sure is that no APR coffee was thrown into the Boston Harbor in 1773. Hmm, so therefore, using transitive properties, since they didn't throw any in the harbor, clearly they liked it best. At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Hi, this is Rhea from Sunday Long Live Radio. Do you like chill-out music? Maybe you want some background music on when friends around, or you're just having a barbecue, or you're just working and you want something chilled on in the background. We play Beach Bar Latin Lounge 24-7. Get the Caribbean beach feeling without going anywhere. Check out WBN324.com. When you get there, click WBN324 Chill Out FM. Relax and enjoy. I'll see you Sunday. American Uck Radio. I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. American Uck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. Thanks, too. Thank you for doing what you're doing. American Uck Radio. America Luck Radio. Facebook is down. I repeat, Facebook is down. Uh, apparently, Facebook and Instagram are down worldwide. And uh, I knew that something really terrible was happening. It's just a disturbance of the force, you know. Don't kill yourself, but Facebook is down. <laughs> Clearly the white hat. Obviously. It's got to be. Hey, have you ever lost a friend to conspiracy theories? Uh, they started believing that 9-11 was an inside job and and you just had to let them go because that was unacceptable. You never questioned anything. <laughs> right? Well, CBS News had this uh, this ditz on to talk about how uh, she went to Facebook to uh, battle misinformation. Like, you know, you, know, you need a, a hose in your lungs pushing air into them if you have COVID uh, or you'll die. Or, you know, horse pace doesn't work. Or, or things like that. I've never been a pusher of hydroxychloroquine or uh, ivermectin on this show. If they work, great. That's fine. Uh, I just don't push drugs. I don't. And I never have. I, uh, I'm i a big fan of taking care of things. 
without drugs and surgery. Now, if you fall out of a helicopter or a garbage truck runs over your head, you need uh, a, a, a physician, right? You, you probably need surgery. All right. Uh, but this woman who is now the head of civic integrity, she's going to make sure misinformation does not get on Facebook. And you know, it's on a level because it was on 60 minutes. Told us she was recruited by Facebook in 2019. She says she agreed to take the job only if she could work against misinformation because she had lost a friend to online conspiracy theories. I never wanted anyone to feel the pain that I had felt. And I had seen how high the stakes were in terms of making sure there was high quality information on Facebook. At headquarters, she was assigned to Civic Integrity, which worked on risks to elections, including misinformation. (laughs) But after this past election, there was a turning point. They told us we're dissolving Civic Integrity. Like they basically said, oh, good, we we made it through the election. There wasn't riots. We can get rid of Civic Integrity now. Mm. Fast forward a couple months, we got the insurrection. Uh, And when they got rid of Civic Integrity. You helped break the election and they shut you down. I don't trust that they're willing to actually invest what needs to be invested. I don't trust you. Facebook from being dangerous. Facebook says the work of civic integrity was distributed to other units. Is that what Facebook said? (laughs) Yeah, I was having lunch with Facebook the other day. And I, you know, I had a guy uh, make a Facebook account for me. Uh, because they wanted me to post in this uh, Alberta, USA uh, group. And I hadn't been on Facebook in a very long time. Had no interest. Uh, goes back, I think, probably 10 years. Uh, one time, I went to log into Facebook. And my name was American Mike. That's what I felt like calling myself. And Facebook sent me a notification saying... Uh, uh, hi, we're going to need you to give us your driver's license in order to log into Facebook. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't need you that bad. Uh, not happening. And so I just didn't log in and I walked away. I, I still get little notifications in uh, my spam folder. Hi, you're missing a lot on Facebook. We were just hoping you'd come back. And I'm like, no, nah, not happening. But. You know, this guy wanted me to join this group uh, to push Alberta leaving Canada. And I was, you know, I was, I'm cool with that. So, you know, I did. And uh, I'm here to tell you, it still sucks. Look, even people that I agree with on there, it's it's a massive echo chamber. I have not learned anything new. Uh, it, 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 it On Facebook, I never... Learn. Uh, I'm getting uh, broadcast lessons over on the American Oc Radio rebooted chat room. Thanks, John. Uh, it's. Uh, it, I'm glad you're out there. And so, you know, I, there's just nothing to it that I. I really. Uh, you know what I do see a lot of. I, I see a lot of people that are jumping up and down about things that I was actually outraged about like 16, 17 years ago, and uh, I'm past it. I don't need to be uh, further uh, told why I should be, you know, wary of taking this uh, this shot. 
I, I'm past that. <laughs> I don't need another interview with a doctor with some new thing uh, as far as uh, graphene oxide or whatever they call it, that, that black crap that Venom is made of on the Spider-Man cartoons. I'm past that. I don't need to hear a mortician saying, yeah, uh, no, there's the death numbers are not up. And look, I, I get people sending me this stuff all the time. That's fine. That's great. Uh, but I'm uh, as far as myself, I'm good. I'm past it. I don't need further convincing that global warming is a fake. Uh, I just I'm past it. Okay, I'm actually far more interested in what's happening with God and the Holy Ghost moving on people in His church because that is fascinating. You want you want to have a very exciting life. Get into that stuff because. That's fun. It's wonderful. It's great. So, uh, you know what? I think I've said enough about Facebook. America Radio. Talking about, uh, speaking of uh, <laughs> climate change, I get these alerts on my phone. They're actually pretty funny. And by pretty funny, I mean hilarious. I get this headline that says, oh, it's a bad year for glaciers. Uh, if ever there was a time when you thought maybe you wanted to be a glacier... It's not this year. Trust me. <laughs> then they try to tie it into how uh, where I live in uh, Edmonton, Alberta, that melting glaciers are going to result in us losing our water supply. Okay? <laughs> I'm not joking. This is in the Edmonton Journal. It's so stupid. The province is long past the oppressive heat dome that caused cities to swelter last summer. B.S. It reached like, I don't know, 106 degrees for maybe three days. You know, it was, uh, I don't know, 38 degrees Celsius for about a week, two weeks. That's nothing. It was doing that a long time ago. I've lived in Alberta on and off for a very long time. Lived on both sides of the 49th parallel. And, uh, hey, guess what? It used to get hot, and it still does, and it's completely out of your control. <laughs> We're past the heat dome. We're through the looking glass here, people. The Saskatchewan Glacier Terminus, ooh, this sounds important, saw 10 meters of thinning this year, said Brian Menuno. Yeah, 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 you know, Menuno, uh, an earth science professor at the University of Northern B.C., and Canada Research Chair in Glacier Change. But that, that is a title that makes you uh, useful. Huh? Huh? Don't you know who I am? I'm the chair in Glacier Change. It's also the glacier that feeds the North Saskatchewan River, Edmonton's sole source of drinking water. Oh, no. I baptized two men in the uh, North Saskatchewan River on Sunday. 
and it was really cold. Really cold. I mean, like, it, it felt cold walking down to the riverbank. Uh, but once once they came up out of the water, and I was just standing in it up to my knees, but uh, when we came out, it felt down. It felt like Mobile, Alabama, okay? We've known for a number of years that largely due to greenhouse gas emissions, uh, before that, it was the... Uh, the hair brands, hairspray that was eating a hole in the ozone later. Before that, it was Acid Rain. You remember that? I think Prince wrote a song called Acid Rain. I could be wrong. We have accelerated the melt of the cryosphere, he said. Referring to the part of the planet covered in ice or snow. Yes, the cryosphere. You know it as the Antarctic and the Arctic. It's a symptom of a larger problem in that it was an exceptionally bad year for the glaciers by and large. Oh, I'm so concerned about the glaciers, and you should be too. <laughs> In a social media post, Menuno shared an image of the Columbia ice field that shows a change in elevation over the past year measured by laser altimetry. Yes, that's how we know. We have badass laser uh, tape measures. The technology uses an aircraft to bounce laser light off the surface of the ice field about once a year. Because it's important. We have money for that. Uh, the time it takes for light to reflect back to the aircraft and trip a sensor allows scientists to measure the change in surface elevation. Oh, I'm glad they're out there, aren't you? <laughs> Serious. Sparse blue spots on the image show areas of increased elevation. Oh, oh so it actually went up, huh? Uh, where the ice field gained mass. Oh, okay. So some places it goes up, some places it goes down. Let's focus on the uh, the where, where it goes down. While the overwhelming red area indicates a decrease in elevation due to melting, which it probably does every summer, the greatest decrease is going to be seen at the termini of the Athabasca and the Saskatchewan glaciers, both of which bear the resemblance of deep red tongues lapping out north and east. Yes. That's a colorful description. We find pretty much wholesale thinning throughout all elevation bands of the ice fields, and that is something that we've not seen to date, meaning we're all doomed. He added, noting while scientists have been monitoring glaciers for years, they only started using laser altimetry in the field since 2017. Yeah. So in, uh, you know, four years, it's gotten to the point where, uh, you know, back in 2009, we were told that we were past the point of no return. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're through the looking glass here. Glaciers are an important source of fresh water because there's no other water out there, you know. Uh, particularly in Western Canada, a paper co-authored by Benuno found that the world's glaciers are now losing 267 billion with a B tons of ice every year. One billion tons of ice is equal in mass to... 10,000 fully loaded aircraft carriers. If you weren't sufficiently scared enough, we had to measure it in aircraft carriers, just for a frame of reference. It also cited research suggesting that more than 1 billion people worldwide could face water shortages by 2050. Yes. Uh, You know, because if the earth heats up, uh, the water will evaporate and it'll just stay in the sky, right? (laughs) If more water evaporates... It's going to rain. Duh! Anytime we're talking about freshwater resources Canadians rely on snow and ice collectively, it's cause for concern, Menuno said. 
Matthew Turnhouse, a Calgary-based hydrologist and consultant, said the high alpine glaciers feeding Alberta's river systems act as natural reservoirs, while North Saskatchewan River is mostly made up of rainwater and snow melt. By the time it reaches Edmonton, he said glacier melt is a big part of the river flow in July and August when the glacier's winter snowpack has melted away. Now, what they have just said here is that actually it's snow melting every year off the glacier and the rest of the province filtering into the river as it always has. And so, no, Pollyanna, you're not going to lose all of your drinking water. So, uh, how dare I, Greta? Oh, I dare. Oh, yeah, I dare. We have nine minutes left in this hour, and I've got to get into a situation where a sword-yielding ninja took on Spec Ops troops, and uh, they ran inside and called the cops. That happened. On one hand, you're saying the United States government is spending millions of dollars to eliminate the flow of drugs onto our streets. At the same time, we are doing business with the very same government that is flooding our streets with cocaine. Mm -hmm. see, see. Let me show you a few of the other characters that are involved in this uh, tragic comedy. I'm on the border of Bolivia, working for pennies, treated like a slave. The coca fields have to be ready. The spirit of my people is starving, broken and sweaty, dreaming about revolution, looking at my machete. America Radio. That was a uh, odd segue. <laughs> I have a lot of intros. Listen to this. A man suited up in ninja gear launched a daring nighttime assault on U.S. Special Forces troops at an airfield north of L.A., slashing one with a katana and hurling a large rock at another one before fleeing. He was later arrested. I regret that troops got injured in this, but you got to admit, that's pretty badass, uh, attacking Special Forces troops with a sword. Identified as Gino Rivera, 35, the man showed up at Inukern, if I'm mispronouncing that, whatever, I've never been there, airport, located in the Mojave Desert some 100 miles north of L.A., California, around 1 a.m., September 18th, decked out in ninja get-up and wielding a large sword, the Kern County Sheriff's Office Announced on Friday. Yes. Uh, yeah, he assaulted a victim with a sword and thrown a rock through a hangar window, hitting an additional victim in the head. Uh, these guys, it doesn't sound like they're real bad already, but they were in the continental U.S. and should not expect ninja attacks. I'll give them that. When Ridgecrest deputies arrived at the scene, Rivera reportedly refused to follow commands and brandished a sword. Or sword. Every loose list of Rocky and Bullwinkle. The sheriff's office continued adding that non-lethal rounds were deployed but were ineffective. This guy's tough. <laughs> the suspect then fled, prompting a chase, after which he was tasered and dropped the sword, allowing officers to make an arrest. Now, the bizarre incident, first noted by Stars and Stripes, the Pentagon's official press organ, organ, uh, was initially outlined in an unconfirmed military incident report that appeared on social media. 
The report states that the unarmed Army Staff Sergeant, referred to only as SSG in the document, was smoking a cigarette near a hangar at the airport airfield when a uh, airport. That sounds cool. Airport. Uh, when an unknown person wearing full ninja garb, including a katana sword, approached him. And uh, the person wearing the ninja garb stated, do you know who I am? Uh, the sergeant replied, no. The unknown person then asked, this is this is the weird part. Do you know where my family is? Do you know where my family is? There is more to this story, ladies and gentlemen. I guarantee. Staff Sergeant said, uh, no, again. At this point, the person in ninja garb began to slash at him, striking his phone, his knee, and his leg. He was most worried about the phone. Uh, The Staff Sergeant immediately began running through the parking lot, trying to evade the unknown person uh, and jump the fence that entered the airport's administrative building. The staff sergeant, along with another unarmed, unnamed army captain, then locked all doors into the building and called 911, uh, all as the ninja was kicking and punching doors and windows. Uh, is it just me, or was there not a gun uh, on a military base airfield where there was special operations soldiers? Do they not have a sidearm? I, I, okay. After a brief while, the man was said to have left, but returned a few minutes later carrying a large block of asphalt, which he had proceeded to hurl through the window of the admin building, striking the army captain in the head. <laughs> wow. This guy's something else, you gotta say. Uh, after a brief while, the man was said to have left, yeah. Fortunately, the staff sergeant and captain were able to return to duty soon after the attack, sustaining only minor injuries, though both required stitches, the incident report said. Both soldiers belonged to the 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, dubbed Night Stalkers. Isn't that funny? The Night Stalkers uh, got attacked by a ninja. Due to their proficiency in nighttime operations, according to the U.S. Special Operations Command. I don't know. I don't know. A bulletin from the Ridgecrest PD dated September 18th also appears to make mention of the incident, reporting a call about a male subject in a ninja costume with a sword who was spotted at the airfield's parking lot and that there was at least one victim at the scene. Same bulletin noted around 20 minutes later, officers received another call about individuals. And that's what happened. And... That's so if you're in uh, Army Special Operations and you get attacked by a ninja, call the cops because, uh, you know, we don't fight anymore in the Army. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something here that I'm overlooking due to a lack of military experience myself. But it's, it would seem to me that attacking Special Operations soldiers with a sword. I mean, what do they do? They not carry at least a sidearm, a bare minimum, at an airfield. Special operations. I'm looking at the time, and we're running out of it. We got about a minute left before the uh, network break at the top of the hour, and uh, this is uh, going to conclude 
Hour one of American Ock Radio with Mike Phillip. I'll tell you what, stick around because we're going to be back during the commercial break. Why don't you head on over to AmericanOckRadio.com, check out the banner ad for Romika Designs, and get a little present for somebody that you like or love, or have something inscribed on a cup or a pen or just whatever for something somebody that you don't like. Get creative. Send a nasty message to your ex on a coffee cup. You can do it. And by doing that, you support the show. Donations of over $25 U.S. Get you a uh, Alberta USA 51st state hat in the mail from Mike Phillip, where you can buy some of the top-of-the-line supplements on the planet. If you're not sure how to use them, reach out to me by hitting the contact button. I'll work with you. Mike Phillip is your friend in this case. Been working with Dr. Glenn a long time. Don't be diseased. We'll be right back after this. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. We will hear argument first this morning in original case 143, Mississippi against Tennessee. Chief Justice John Roberts announcing the Supreme Court's first case. The court has begun a new term. Back in the courtroom after a nearly 19-month absence due to the pandemic, the court put fresh eyes on several key issues in coming months. Eight of the nine justices took the bench this morning for the first arguments of the new term. Justice Brett Kavanaugh participating remotely from his home after testing positive for COVID-19 late last week. The findings in the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists Pandora Papers are astonishingly wide-ranging. The report suggests that although much of the activity does not appear to be illegal, many of the accounts were designed to evade taxes and conceal assets for other reasons. Some of those targeted have strongly denied the claims. The investigation has dug into accounts registered in familiar offshore havens, including the British Virgin Islands, the Seychelles, Hong Kong and Belize. But some of the secret accounts were also scattered around trusts set up in the U.S., including 81 in South Dakota and 37 in Florida. Charles Duladesma, London. Also at townhall.com, a decision by OPEC could result in even higher prices at the gas pump. The cartel and its allies are sticking with a gradual approach to restoring oil output, which was slashed during the pandemic. They'll add just 400,000 barrels per day to production next month, The decision comes amid stronger demand for oil products like gasoline and jet fuel. Correspondent Rich Thomas had said crude prices spiked on words of OPEC's latest move. Stocks deep in the red, the Dow off 376 points. The Nasdaq is down 344. More at townhall.com. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org.
Recently discovered in a small subsection of the Green New Deal, the United States Air Force is moving away from conventional explosive ordnance. Being considered to replace these terrible weapons are more ecologically friendly weapons, such as cat coolers, to be used like anvils in a wily e. Coyote cartoon. Recently declassified audio from deep inside Cheyenne Mountain. Genital, come quick. The Chinese have taken over the island beachhead. What should we do? Release the cat coolers! The first cat cooler dropped, activated a volcano on impact. The cooler still has ice in it and was used as a life raft by 26 island refugees. China has signaled their unconditional surrender, and it is anticipated that the cat cooler will never again be used in such a destructive way. What? China surrendered, G.I. Joe! No more drop a cat cooler! No coolers were harmed in the making of this ad, but the island is a total loss. Cat coolers does not recommend dropping coolers from planes, but the video is really cool, and it's still illegal to smuggle a cat into New Mexico. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. Welcome back to Hour 2 of American Hawk Radio on Mojo 5 in the World Broadcast Network. This is Mike Phillip coming at you live. Got a message during the uh, commercial break there. Uh, Rick in Florida says, Mike, Bush 41 of Clinton issued a directive that only MPs are allowed arms on base. Soldiers are allowed them only at the range or when deployed. Uh-huh. Well, that turned out really great, didn't it? I said they should carry swords. He said Marines do in dress uniform. That I was aware of. Um, so it's a, you know, it's an old gun zone. Uh, and that's why you have these mass shootings on Army bases, because nobody can defend themselves. <laughs> what a stupid situation. Really, what a stupid situation. I would like to talk about... Jailhouse justice. Jailhouse justice. This is uh, a topic that interests me. Uh, there was a, uh, a guy in, um, I think it was Denmark, had a had a, a jihad put on him, and uh, he died in a car accident, right? Turned out that jihad was not the worst thing that could happen. And we assume when they see these things that... Uh, the guy that, uh, you know, had the jihad on him was righteous and good and pure. Well, you don't know that. You don't. You have no idea. Uh, the car found him anyway. Jailhouse Justice on American Huck Radio. You're going to like this. Trust me. 
Two and a half years after his arrest on dozens of sex crimes against children, 36-year-old Michael Corey's trial is underway in 30th District Court. The eight-woman, four-man jury will determine guilt or innocence as well as punishment if found guilty. Today, testimony centered mostly on DNA and other evidence compiled by investigators as well as testimony from counselors who interviewed the three victims. Corey is already on 10 years probation for horrific physical abuse of the three children. The alleged additional sex crimes include sexual assault, indecency, continuous sex abuse, and inducing sexual performance by a child. The three siblings say they would do everything Corey told them to because if they didn't, their beatings would be more severe. A counselor said one girl said the abuse could occur two or three times a week over a three-year period and that all three children show symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. Those kids are never going to be the same. They're most likely going to have trouble when they get older. Uh, they're going to have substance abuse issues. Uh, some of them may commit suicide. Pray for your kids. Pray for your kids. I'm telling you right now, you better know the real God when you're praying for your kids. And uh, I'm not joking. I am not joking. Uh, you know, there was a lot of anger when I said what I said about those Catholic churches that were burning down here in Alberta. But I'll tell you what, uh, one of them, I knew him. I know a man right now that knew people that went to that church. And uh, when they were kids, 12 of them that he knew were sexually abused by the local Catholic priest. And the worst part of the whole thing was that the whole community knew and still kept dropping off their kids with him. They said, oh, he would never do that. Yes, he would. And he did. And everyone that he got now as adults, half of them committed suicide. Lots of them were drug addicts. And sometimes it seems like these people do not get punished in this life. They will. Trust me. Trust me. Now, that situation where uh, this guy, uh, Michael Corey, who sexually abused these kids, was beaten to a pulp uh, by fellow inmates, remind me of another situation. Now, let me just say this. I guarantee, I guarantee that the cell door was left open on purpose by the guards. This was arranged, all right? Uh, I've, I've heard of this before. I have. Prisoners and guards have no respect for anybody that's involved in abusing children because they have kids. There are lines. I've known men that have worked in penitentiaries in Ontario and Alberta here. Uh, Drum Heller, the maximum security federal prison in Alberta by uh, by the town of uh, Red Deer and known people that worked in the protective custody unit with guys that have hurt kids and they sit around and laugh and brag and talk about it, okay? Uh, the government loves to shield these guys from their comeuppance, but don't worry, they'll get it. They will get it. It's coming. Now, there was a guy named Michael Briscoe that was sentenced to life 
for murdering a young girl named Nina Cordapat, 13 years old, back in 2005. I knew a guy that was in jail at the same time as Michael Briscoe. All right? Now, the details of the crime were awful. Michael uh, Briscoe was sentenced to life with no possibility of parole for 25 years for the first-degree murder, sexual assault, and kidnapping in the 2005 killing of 13-year-old Nina Cordapat. She was a beautiful little girl. Uh, she was at West Edmonton Mall, which was, uh, at the time, it was the biggest mall on the planet. Uh, I think Dubai built a bigger one. But, uh, oh, yeah. That's right, Minnesota. It's bigger than the Mall of America. Uh, same guys built it, the Gramesian brothers. But anyhow, uh, Briscoe, 41, was found not guilty in, the, in another murder of Ellie May Meyer, who was killed two days earlier. And his ruling Wednesday, Judge Keith uh, Yamauchi. And b- by the way, this is back, you know, this is years ago, but uh, similar situation. Uh Read excerpts from 108-page decision in which he decided he cited Joseph Labucan as a main culprit and considered Briscoe as a possible accessory who drove the car to both murder scenes. Judge Yamauchi repeatedly labeled Briscoe an unreliable witness who deliberately exaggerated fabricated statements, portraying himself as a concerned and benevolent innocent in Nita's murder. Now, if you heard the details on that one, it was awful. They beat that girl with a pipe wrench on a golf course in a town 20 minutes away from me called Stony Plain, Alberta. People found her on the golf course in the morning, 13 years old, beautiful girl. But, but, That girl should have known better than to get into a car with a bunch of older guys. I'm not saying she's guilty. I'm not pinning this on her. But she was not raised with the wisdom to not get into a car with a bunch of obvious scumbags who said, hey, let's go have a good time. Do not construe this as me blaming her for her own murder. That's not what's happening here. Uh, I actually kind of blame her parents. How is it that she did not know better than that? All right. Uh, Her mom died of cancer just a few years ago. I saw it reported. This tragedy all around for this family. Now, Michael Briscoe, I knew a native man that was in jail with him at the same time. And he was placed in protective custody, but... And nobody knew this on the outside, but the guards would just casually open the door to his protective custody cell once a day, right? And the inmates would go in and beat this guy for 20 minutes a day. You know how Michael Briscoe escaped that situation? You know how he got out of that? He took one of those plastic Bic razor blades. You know, the little plastic razors that they give you? Uh, If you've ever been in jail. (laughs) Disposable razors, right? He had to break one of those into pieces and uh, get little tiny shards of the razor blade and eat them. 
in order to go to the prison infirmary to stop the beatings. This happened all the time in this area. We actually had a missing and murdered indigenous women inquiry that was a big sham because the government knew about it all along and uh, on a lot of levels was involved and facilitating it with certain members of certain police agencies and churches. Uh, In fact, there was a murder scene 10 minutes north of the city that I lived in at the time where a patch of woods was all taped off with police tape because somebody had taken a prostitute that was native into the woods and uh, cut her into pieces. Now, I want to use this to segue into this story about Sarah Evans' murderer. Okay, We talked about it last week. Wayne Cousins, who used his authoritar as an off-duty cop, he used his badge and his cop car to uh, have this beautiful young girl get into his car because while you're breaking the pandemic lockdown rules... What could she do? She had to go. It was a cop, right? Well, he took her out and he murdered her. And I said, I said on this show, I guarantee you, guarantee that there was uh, some signs beforehand. Let's come out now that there were. His name was Cousins. Wayne Cousins. What's buzzing, Cousins? You know, murder a girl? Cousins, 48, a serving police officer. And this is, by the way, this is an op-ed in RT that I grabbed this morning. Peyton, I apologize for not sending this to you. Had used his warrant card and handcuffs as part of a ruse to abduct his unwitting victim and subject her to her awful fate. Uh, The guy writing this op-ed, Kevin Hurley, is a former senior police officer and reserve army officer, completed two tours in Iraq, two in Afghanistan, working on security sector reform, now specializes in advising on policing and security development in fractured nations like America. He says, when I read of Cousins' other behaviors, in particular, indecent exposure, ah, indecent exposure, right? (laughs) Combined with the callous and partially planned nature of Everard's murder, Leads me to think Cousins was only just beginning his career as a rapist, abductor, serial killer. Uh, Who knows? He probably did this before. He likely would have committed other such heinous crimes had he not been caught. Of course. The investigation of the murderer and the facts we're now finding out about the murderer uh, leave me, this is the writer, both reassured about one aspect of policing and appalled at just how far standards, basic investigative process, and coppers' inquisitiveness have slipped. He goes on to say, I'm almost disquieted that some of Cousin's colleagues appear not to have sensed the nature of this awful man and acted on their instincts. Oh, it's just a few bad apples. I had this conversation with a man that was uh, a top cop here in Edmonton. At one time, he was Wayne Gretzky's 
personal bodyguard. He was second in command over a major metropolitan police force and media liaison. We were sitting in the bar. He was a drummer, and uh, his son was actually friends with my son in grade one and two. And uh, his name was Brian. I won't say his last name. But we were talking about police corruption because I had brought it up to him because I knew him to be an honorable guy. Uh, And he said, Mike, it's the same as any other job. There's always a few bad apples. I said, Brian, a bad apple garbage truck driver cannot force me to pull over and plant a gun in my trunk or drugs or bust out my taillight on a roll road and they give me a ticket for it just to get back at me. I had a cop uh, at a Boston pizza when I was uh, probably about 18 years old. I was sitting at a table with a bunch of people. Uh, his name was Hamilton. He came over to the table. He says, hey, buddy, keep your eyes to yourself. I said, what are you talking about? He said, I saw you looking at my girlfriend. Well, I happen to know that he had stolen that woman from his best friend, and I was not looking at her. And so I gave it to him. Right in his face. In front of everybody. Guess what? I was driving down the street two nights later, and he pulls me over and gives me a speeding ticket when I was not. Bad apples indeed. And this guy had... A warrant card, or you might as well call it a badge. He had a cop car, and he had a set of handcuffs. He was a cop, and she had to do what he said. What is wrong with you guys that none of you saw this coming? It's one thing for Michael Briscoe to go to jail and have to eat razor blades in order to stop daily beatings for the murder of Nina Cordopat. It's another thing when a cop can do it in front of everybody. When I think of law enforcement and military, there's this, thank you for your service, and we have to worship people in a uniform. Uh, No, I don't. No, I don't. Uh, Putting on a uniform does not mean you're Jesus Christ. It doesn't necessarily mean you're a scumbag either, but they are men and women. And power corrupts the ability to uh, charge people, to force them to pull over, to make them do what you say. A lot of people can't handle that. And this guy, Wayne Cousins, used it to murder a young girl. That happened. We need to take a serious, serious, serious look at law enforcement in North America. We really do. Tom McDonald. Uh, Tom Erica. It's like I said, he put this song together. I'm going to play it, but I'm also going to play his statement. And this this is particularly cool to me as a uh, U.S. national living in Western Canada. Let's do it, shall we? Rock on. Yeah, Tom McDonald is uh, 
I guess he's a pretty talented guy. I mean, uh, I don't uh, put musicians on pedestals because, you know, people say Tom McDonald is very, very talented. Well, <laughs> yeah. Can he play the drums and sing 30 songs in a night while reading the TV at the back of the room? I can. And you know what? I'm not special. <laughs> I'm not. Musicians are not special. They're not. They're not any better than you. They're not great. They're not, uh, I mean, yeah, some of them got talent, know how to write a song. Uh, but a lot of times, songs that are written, you don't know the intent behind it. You'll listen to it and think, especially women a lot of times, they'll hear a song and think, Oh, I know what he was feeling when he wrote this song. Oh, the feel. I feel his pain. And you ask the guy that wrote the song, and he'll tell you. No, I was looking at a cheese sandwich, and I uh, it kind of hit me a certain way, and I decided to write a song. Let's listen first to Tom McDonald's statement on why he wrote this song due to questions from listeners. Hey, aren't you a Canadian? And I got to admit, I thought that too, but I get it. I know what he's saying. And then we're going to listen to the song before the second hour, bottom of the hour, commercial block. Boy, is this show going fast, I tell you. What, all Tom? Right, I'm going to answer all the Internet's questions as fast as possible. You're Canadian. Why don't you make a song about Canada? Well, I've been living in America for almost 10 years. I don't know what the hell is going on in Canada, but it looks like a mess. And honestly, I don't know enough about what's going on to make fun of Trudeau with rhyming words for three and a half minutes. A, I think your song is ignorant <laughs> and offensive. All right, well, freedom doesn't exist, so you can just plot along with the mainstream narrative of the majority and conform. You don't need freedom for that. That's called compliance. Freedom exists so you can stand out and do the objectionable things, the things that everybody doesn't agree with. That's why I did the song. Suck it. Do you think it's okay to make a song about America when you're not even from there? Hell yeah, I do. I moved to this country six years ago with absolutely nothing. America gave me everything. When you think of the American dream, I'm sure you picture a family coming to the U.S. from some war-torn, poverty-stricken country. I get it. I came here after struggling with homelessness, addiction, mental health issues, and totally financially crippled. This country saved my life. I am literally the American dream. So yeah, it's okay with me. It's USA all day, baby. I thought that you didn't like politics. You seem like a Republican in this song. Why? Because I love America and Republicans love America? Liberals should love America, too. Everyone should love America. If you live in America and you don't love America, you are the problem. How can you love America so much? It's an evil country built on hatred. False. People hate America because they've misidentified what America is. They say things like, America has corrupt police and oppressive institutions and an authoritarian government. Okay, fine. There's some systemic problems, but those aren't America's identity. Yeah, those are like physical components of American society, but they're not America's identity. America's identity are not its hardships, shortcomings, or mistakes in the past. America's identity lies in the resolve, resilience, and intensity of the American spirit. All right, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. The foundation of America is the American people, not the system that pits us against one another. Anyway, I hope that clears it up. My new video, America, is out now. Watch it on YouTube, download it on iTunes, stream it on Spotify. I love y'all from the bottom of my heart. Whoa, 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 whoa. One more thing, one more thing. America, bitch. Peace. (laughs) Tom McDonald. America. Lately, USA is getting scarier. Half of the Americans I see all hate America. They hate the cops doing their best to take care of us and kneel for the flag and salt the soldiers that we're burying. I'm tired of the fishing and complaining. Why you living in America if all you do is hate it? You think it's brave to take a stand against the nation. Real bravery is dying for the right so you can say it. Dear America, what happened to Americans? Apparently no one's aware or cares that it's embarrassing. It's arrogance. Our greatest enemy was always slavery and terrorists. And now it's people in the country trying to burn the heritage. 
I can't help it, I just seem to see the world different. It ain't Republicans or liberals, it's mental illness. The internet is only interested in left opinions. Cancel culture's got more power lately than the First Amendment. If you don't like it, leave. We will not defund police. We don't want no riots in our neighborhoods or in the streets. We respect freedom of speech. We protect what we believe. We don't want nobody dead, so please do not tread on me. In America, the freedom ain't free. In America, got soldiers dying overseas. So America, you say what we believe. My America, I won't ever take a knee. Our freedom is the reason you can disrespect our flag. If my stars and stripes offend you, then I'll help you back your backs. America, does anybody know what the hell happened to the Patriots? Lately, this nation is so ashamed and hating itself. Did everyone forget that people died to pay for this? Ungratefulness, United States gave everything to you just to help. I just want to celebrate Thanksgiving with my family. I don't need your help to understand it was a tragedy. Can I just be thankful for my country eating happily without you trying to guilt me for the genocide and casualties? I can't help it, I just seem to see the world different. It ain't black or white, it's conflict designed by the system. I don't need your pronouns, all I see is men and women. Kids are taking pills for fun while people can't afford prescriptions. If you don't like it, go. Hate it, then don't call it home. We don't need no violence, got no time for all you radicals. Screw this status quo, we're not animals. I won't kneel for the anthem, cause the flag is what I'm standing for. In America, the freedom ain't free. In America, got soldiers dying overseas. So America... hate the government and still love the country the fundamental values of america are country republicans and liberals are dumb to put it bluntly they're labels that they use to create chaos and corruption you can know the history and still be proud of where you're from every flag around the world is covered in a little blood we started out united states divided is what we've become if home is where the heart is you should show america some love in america the freedom ain't free in america that soldiers dying overseas so america Tom McDonald, American um, on uh, American Uck Radio. <laughs> I almost said uh, Tom McDonald, American Uck. Uh, it's definitely not that. And yeah, it takes uh, somebody that uh, was abused by Canada. Canada is not what you think. It is just not. Listeners to my show know that. We get into it all the time. I love a lot of Canadians. I really do. Uh, I love a lot of the land it's very beautiful massive amount of resources right above the united states uh however the political leadership and law enforcement in canada not a fan not a fan if you're a rcmp officer that has some integrity well that's great uh, i've known several i've also known members of the rcmp that have been abused by the force when it when they decided it was politically expedient and uh if you're listening they just might do that to you i've seen massive abuses by them in the past you've heard of them on this show and i'd like to remind you that if you're watching me that's okay because you know what you're being watched too we've got to go to a commercial break for our 
sponsors at Mojo 5 on WBM 324 and American Knock Radio. We'll be back right after this. Stick around. Thought you went down to Canada. He was looking for someone to vaccinate. That ah, didn't work. But yeah, Fauci did. He was in Montreal the other day. Guess what he said? You going to learn to get rid of your freedom. Shocking! We'll be back right after this. Recently discovered in a small subsection of the Green New Deal, the United States Air Force is moving away from conventional explosive ordnance. Being considered to replace these terrible weapons are more ecologically friendly weapons, such as cat coolers, to be used like anvils in a Wile E. Coyote cartoon. Recently declassified audio from deep inside Cheyenne Mountain. Genital, come quick. The Chinese have taken over the island beachhead. What should we do? Release the cat coolers! The first cat cooler dropped, activated a volcano on impact. The cooler still has ice in it and was used as a life raft by 26 island refugees. China has signaled their unconditional surrender, and it is anticipated that the cat cooler will never again be used in such a destructive way. What? China surrendered, G.I. Joe! No more drop a cat cooler! No coolers were harmed in the making of this ad, but the island is a total loss. Cat coolers does not recommend dropping coolers from planes, but the video is really cool, and it's still illegal to smuggle cat coolers. Catcoolers.com. Catcoolers.com. G'day, mates. Tech Roo here, on location in Australia, in search of a rare and elusive wild hair. Most think you would find him when the sun don't shine, but we will find him right here in this primitive Aboriginal outback. I would never consider an excursion like this without my Patriot Supply Survivor gear in my pouch. No, not that pouch. I don't have a pouch. In my backpack. Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bite kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey, there's the wall here now. Ain't he a beaut? What's up, Dad? Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com. December 16th, 1773. And now, what really happened at the Boston Tea Party? What are they doing? They're throwing all the king's tea and coffee in the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my car. Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters. Yeah, that would be a trebuchet mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patrons for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. And cut. I I don't think APR has been around quite that long, guys. Well, but what we do know for sure is that no APR coffee was thrown into the Boston Harbor in 1773. Hmm. So, therefore, using transitive properties, since they didn't throw any in the harbor, clearly they liked it best. At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. 
Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Hi, this is Rhea from Sunday Long Live Radio. Do you like chill-out music? Maybe you want some background music or my friends around, or you're just having a barbecue, or you're just working and you want something chilled on in the background. We play Beach Bar Latin Lounge 24-7. Get the Caribbean beach feeling without going anywhere. Check out WBN324.com. When you get there, click WBN324 Chill Out FM. Relax and enjoy. I'll see you Sunday. American Uck Radio. I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. American Uck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing. American Uck Radio. American Uck Radio. Welcome back to American Arc Radio. This is the last half of hour two. Can you believe how fast this show has gone? How would you like to hear Fauci taken to task for almost 10 minutes? Oh, we got it for you here. He was on the uh, Hugh Hewitt show. And Hugh Hewitt had some serious questions. Hey, Fauci. Maybe people don't trust you because you're you. <laughs> Fauci should be in jail, in my humble opinion. Teresa Tam too. Look what they've got. Look what they've done. How many kids have committed suicide because of their lies? How many people have lost their business? How many people have? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Now, Fauci was actually in Canada at McGill University in Montreal, okay? And he had these inspiring words to say to these bright, university-educated, young, inquiring minds. Fauci, you do it. Indeed, you do have personal liberties for yourself, and you should be in control of that. But But you are a member of society. And as a member of society... No, I'm not. Reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, you have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision (laughs) for the greater good of society. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do have personal rights that you shouldn't have taken away from you, but you are a member of society, and if you're benefiting from that, then you should 
shut up and do what I say. Don't you talk to me about freedom. Yeah. Yeah. What a piece of work. Rand Paul was on Laura Ingram. We'll get to that Hugh Hewitt interview with Fauci in a minute here. It's a long one, but uh, we're going to play it. We're going to play it in its entirety. I like sound bites like that because, uh, well, it gives me 10 minutes to sit back. But you're going to like this. Trust me. Trust me. I talk like Fauci. Cover your face and abuse your children because otherwise they might die. How much stress? Also, I'd like to point out that a lot of unvaccinated people are under a huge amount of stress. Huge. On a side note, going back to our story, talking about the RCMP, uh, one of our listeners, John, says, my mother and two brothers were taken by RCMP and put in a residential school. Growing up, it was hard to watch my mom have nervous breakdowns from her memories. I trust no RCMP. Yeah, I don't blame you, John. Uh, my kid's grandmother was in one and she too has a lot of bad memories. She was beaten for five days straight when she was eight years old for speaking her language. Mm -hmm. Look, it doesn't matter what certain individuals do. The force is that the, uh, central command of that force is rotten. It needs to go. They're talking about that in Alberta here. They're talking about it. And so, yeah. Eat a bag of hot dogs, don't you? <laughs> Tough talk from Chet. I love it. Uh, let's uh, go over to this uh, Laura Ingram, Rand Paul interview from uh, the other night. And uh, this one's four minutes. And then we're going to go to this Fauci Hugh Hewitt thing. And trust me, you're going to like it. Hill, my next guest, was hammering HHS Secretary Javier Becerra for twisting the science on COVID. Watch. Do you want to apologize to the 100 million Americans who suffered through COVID, survived, have immunity, and yet you want to hold them down and vaccinate them? Do you want to apologize for calling those people flat earthers? We follow the facts and the science at HHS. We use the expertise of the medical professionals, the scientists at uh, HHS to make decisions. Uh, it's a team effort, and we rely on what is on the ground showing us results. Except for the dozens and dozens of studies. In fact, most, if not all, of the studies show robust immunity from getting the disease naturally. You're selectively doing this because you want us to submit to your will. Joining me now, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul. Senator, I had so many friends send me that exchange, uh, texted it to me uh, last night, uh, it is stunning. The bureaucracy, uninformed, ignorant, certainly no medical background. Uh, what's going to happen here? Now, Dianne Feinstein has introduced legislation to stop the unvaccinated, prevent them from traveling domestically on an airplane. You know, the truth, the, the truth is actually the opposite. For those of us who have had the disease and survived, we're more at risk in being around only vaccinated people. So these people are hysterical about the unvaccinated. It's actually the opposite of the truth. The riskiest people to catch it from are people who are vaccinated versus people who have had the disease. Now, there are some people who are unvaccinated who haven't had the disease, and I do recommend that they voluntarily get the vaccine. No, thanks. But the thing is, is think of all the doctors, think of all the lawyers, the orderlies in the hospital who worked for a year and a half to save lives without any vaccine at all, they got COVID, 
They survived. They now have immunity. And the hospitals are just saying, you're you worthless. You know, we're getting rid of you unless you submit to a vaccine. But it doesn't go with the science. The science actually shows greater immunity if you've had the disease than if you've just simply been vaccinated. Well, the court is ultimately going to have to settle this one. They're just not going to change their view on that. But getting back to my point about this radical legislation seeking to isolate and punish unvaccinated Americans to prevent them from flying domestically. Dianne Feinstein, when we haven't seen her much uh, lately, but she apparently introduced legislation to do just that. Your reaction, Senator. The ever-present Dr. Fauci agrees with her. He wants to ban people from flying as well, unless they're vaccinated. It how totally does he, goes against the science. It's how does he even have any control over that? that? already have immunity who got it naturally. It's a terrible idea. It goes against sort of the very basic idea of a free society. I said yesterday, one of the most in- incredible or primary medical rights we have is to decide what goes into our body, what kind of injections we get, which doctor we go to, whether we have surgery or we don't have surgery. And so everything they're doing is against the science, but also against really the foundation of what our of the freedom that, that our country was founded upon. And yesterday on a separate issue, Senator, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, well, she addressed just how bad our national debt is. The debt held by the public relative to GDP is around 105%. Do you believe that there is a level of debt that is unsustainable in our economy? If interest rates are zero um, and negative in real real terms, um, certainly we could have a substantial higher burden. So I guess it, there's no end to Good the debt anyway. we can rack up. That is terrifying. Real quick. <laughs> Yeah, the other way to look at it is that we're approaching the same percentage of debt that Greece had when Greece declared bankruptcy. So, yes, great nations can declare bankruptcy. The checks will all go out. But the question is, will the checks buy anything? I think inflation is coming back in a big way. And I think the whole bait and switch of Democrats offering you free stuff, you will ultimately pay for it with higher prices. Don't be fooled. Nothing in life is really free. Senator Paul, uh Incredible exchange with Basara yesterday. Thanks for joining us. You know, people are talking about the debt uh, debt that was going to destroy everything coming down. You know, it was uh, I got burnt out on it because like 15 years ago, it was every weekend. Every weekend, the uh, Federal Reserve was going to default and the IMF was going to default and Gold would be going through the roof, and that was before anybody heard of Bitcoin. I remember. Mike Phelp remembers. And, uh, well, here we are. And so I've been hearing about it for so long that maybe I have a bad attitude, but it's like, okay. Let's go over to this Fauci Hewitt interview. You're going to enjoy this because Hewitt uh, really doesn't cut him a lot of slack here. Like I said, it's a bit long, but sit back. And enjoy and listen to Fauci squirm. Uh, doctor, your specialty is medicine and public health. Mine is constitutional law. I've taught it and practiced it for 25 years. And what they are doing is going outside of their lane when they inject the equity discussion into a scientific discussion. That leads me to my next question. This is difficult for me, but I want to run down for your benefit. Uh, the controversy since the virus started includes the botch testing at the beginning, no research on masks for children in primary care, the J&J pause, 
the controversy over the um, uh, the use or non-use of ivermectin, and there was no study yet completed. Dr. Collins told me it's not done yet. The uh, the no discussion of of natural immunity, which exists and ought to be out there. The discussion of herd immunity, which is switched switched back and forth. The mask discussion at the beginning, don't wear masks, the noble lie, and then wear masks. Now, equity issues in the FDA panel equity. scientific discussion. I've lost confidence in the CDC and the FDA. And Just I now? actually believe a lot of Americans, a significant part of America, now have lost confidence in you, Dr. Fauci. Is there a point where you will say, I do more harm than good because people don't listen to me anymore? I got to pause it right there. You know what? Great that you have lost confidence in the FDA, but the FDA was set up as an extra constitutional agency with no oversight, totally unconstitutional, able to destroy people's lives, jail you, fine you, no justice. Who put Fauci in charge of anything? Who gave Fauci the right to make any kind of a decree over who travels, who doesn't. Now, you just heard what uh, he had to say. That was to Fauci. Let's hear his response. And step aside. No, absolutely unequivocally. No way. Sorry. I mean, I agree with a lot of the things that you've been saying. You come from a different perspective than I do. But I think the thing that gets lost in the discussion and that people need to understand, and I do know that some people don't understand it and don't accept it, even if they, you know, smart people who evaluate it in their own context, is that we have been dealing with an evolving situation. And I just get back to what I've said before, and I totally understand and respect your differences, Hugh, that when you have an evolving situation and data are rapidly evolving in something that's unprecedented and unknown, You have to evolve with it and look at the data as it exists now and make to the best of your ability a decision, a recommendation, uh, uh, all the kinds of things that go into. Why is that? I don't believe you. Things have changed. We didn't know things early on. I always get asked a very common question. What would you have done back then if you were lying now? The question answers itself. If I knew then what I know now, the circumstances would have been different. Everybody so would be in jail. a completely static situation, Hugh. And people change their mind and change their recommendations and things. You could say, my goodness, they're flip-flopping. What's going on? But it's been an evolving situation. From day one, we had no idea that a virus that could actually kill so many people from China would be completely asymptomatic (laughs) in about 50 to 60 percent of people. And that many of the infections, almost half, were transmitted by people who had no symptoms. That's where the mask situation got all muddled. You know that. I mean, I'm telling you something, you know, and I could understand when people are looking for definitive answers in an evolving situation. Yeah, when you're shutting down their business and causing their kids to kill themselves. There's a a large and a small part, Doctor. The large part is not, I'll come back to the small part on the masks. I'm told by people in the room that you knew there were a shortage of masks, so you told people not to wear masks so that we didn't have a run on masks. I actually understand that as public policy. I've read the account. I've talked to the people in the room. 
I know that you purposely told the noble lie to prevent us running out of masks in hospitals. I think it's bad policy, but I understand the motive. And I understand changing. I change my mind every day. You know, I'm on the air every day. Stuff happens. I change my mind. But what you said earlier, it's just facts sometimes. It's just a fact that Tony Fauci, not the guy I'm talking with, but Tony Fauci, the person in people's mind, is now an impediment to public health because people (laughs) won't listen to you. They actively reject what Tony Fauci says for reasons which are complicated, have to do with psychology, mass communication, social media. But can you accept that if that's just a fact, you ought to respond to it and say, Mr. President, I think my time is up as a successful and effective spokesperson. You know, with all due respect to, to you, you who I, who I do respect you and your intellect, I just completely disagree with that premise because there are an awful lot of people who do listen, who do the right thing from a public <laughs> health standpoint. So because there are a lot of people who have ideas about conspiracies and, and changing minds and flip-flopping, that's not a reason to step down, not at all. When I was involved 40 years ago with HIV and the activist yeah. community were looking at me as a representative of the, the face of the federal government and were trying to get things done, and it looked like we were at odds in the sense of, of really – Country, uh, essentially being hostile <laughs> to each other, which <laughs> we That would have been interpreted as, gee, the people who were involved in this particular difficult and, and devastating outbreak don't like what you're doing. Why don't you step down? As a matter of fact, as it turned out, we got close. They understood. I brought them into the dialogue, into the discussion. And the world and the community were much better off with that. So the I don't idea think so. that people right now are not listening to what I'm saying, what I'm saying is the truth. <laughs> it is the I, Dr. Fauci, I actually agree. I, I got the booster. I'm Mr. Vaccine. I get the same kind of heat you do. And right. so what I'm saying, though, is there comes a point where it is simply a matter of fact that Tony Fauci in the era of social media is different than Tony Fauci at the beginning of HIV. And if a new face for the program developed, we would see an increase in vaccines and an increase in booster use. So if that no, you wouldn't. is presented I doubt it, Hugh. that more yeah. people would get vaccinated if you left the scene, would you leave the scene? Uh, Hugh, I think that is a completely false narrative that people are not <laughs> getting vaccinated because of me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I've told you I've known you a long time. It's one aspect. I respect you, but I totally reject that people are not getting vaccinated because of me. Are you kidding me, Hugh? Come on. <laughs> I, I'm trying to explain to you the truth. I, I got vaccinated because of you, but there is a large segment of the American people that doesn't trust you now. And that can't be undone. So I want I, w- I want you to be able to just speak to them. I, I know your heart, I know your public service, but if you're an obstacle to getting vaccination rates up, should you step aside? I am not an obstacle to getting vaccinations up, Hugh. That is a completely false narrative that I would have to absolutely reject. 
Okay. Even your friends and are they, turning if on if you. You're, is it, are you persuadable on facts? If people show you polling, would that change your mind? Yeah, so people are saying I'm not getting vaccinated because Dr. Fauci is in the government. Are you kidding me? No, actually, I believe that's the truth, doctor. I believe <laughs> well, I that believe given... That... Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hugh. <laughs> that, that is ridiculous. <laughs> How do you think you're understood by the center-right, doctor? I really funny. don't know that you know this. You might have a blind side here. How do you think you're understood? Not by conspiracy theorists. I'm a hero. I'm concerned with the 3%. <laughs> You know, I'm concerned with the 59%. Yeah, but, but Hugh, you are creating an absolutely false narrative that people sit down and say, you know, I don't want, I know that vaccines are good. I know that they may save my life and that they may save the life of my family and that I have a societal responsibility in order to keep this outbreak under control and to get it really under control. But I'm just not going to get vaccinated because of Tony Fauci. Hugh, You're not hearing me. No way. You're not hearing no. me, doctor. You're not <laughs> hearing me. I'm saying people see you come on and they turn off the channel where, right. because they don't like you. Whereas right. if a new face arrives, a new younger face that says, OK, new start. I'm never going to tell you that masks don't need to be worn because <laughs> I got if a new person shows up, I think we're more effective. Yeah, last yeah. last response to you. Doctor. OK, so you have Rochelle Walensky, a new young face saying exactly the same thing. You have Vivek Murthy, a new young face saying exactly the same thing. So even though they are new young faces and saying exactly the same thing I'm saying, people are not getting vaccinated because of me, Hugh. Sorry, you go back and analyze that. That's crazy. I will. We'll That's have that crazy. conversation. Okay. I appreciate it as always. <laughs> and the funny part is, is I, I actually kind of disagree with both of them. <laughs> What's the matter, Frank? You can't drive and meme? <laughs> That's okay. The financial system's going to collapse. I, I, I would not go on out and get vaccinated, even if it was somebody other than Fauci. In fact, uh, mainstream media in Canada has Teresa Tam, who uh, talks like this and, and actually looks like if you were to carve a face out of an apple and leave it sitting out too long. Uh, and it was highly speculated that she actually got Bell's palsy from the job. Uh, early on because her head was all drooping. But uh, if you do live uh, in uh, anywhere near Alex Jones and the financial system collapses, uh, just know that he will most definitely eat your ass.
Like we're running out of time on American Oc Radio. I will eat you. I will eat we'll be back tomorrow, I can tell you that. Uh, unless something uh, horribly tragic happens, which, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to. Not planning on it anyway. But head over to AmericanArcRadio.com. Get yourself some really good supplements that might save your life. And hey, if you want some help picking them out or or what to do, I'm going to be talking to my new friend Robin when I get off air here. Uh, reach out to me. I'll be there. Just like the four tops. AmericanOcRadio.com. <laughs> Tell your friends. Share this show with everybody you know. We are listener supported. So, you know, if you're getting something out of all this or you want some of our Sunday services, we record them all. I'll send them to you. Reach out to me. Hit the contact button at AmericanUckRadio.com. That's AmericanUckRadio.com. Stay tuned for more great programming on Mojo 5 and WBN 324. Go about here! This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.